Hello and welcome to another Innovation Forum podcast. I'm Toby Webb. I'm here with Tala Khan, who's the CEO of the Pakistan Environment Trust. And we're at the Sustainable Apparel and Textiles Conference in New York, held by Innovation Forum. Welcome to the podcast, Tala. Thanks, Toby, for having me here. It's been great to speak to you today. Well, it's been a fascinating day. This is the first time we've run this conference in the US. We've been running it in the EU for 10 years or so. And as someone who's coming to this with fresh eyes from an emerging economy, what have you made of what you've seen and heard today, Tala? It's really fascinating. I mean, it's my first day attending a conference like this in the US as well. Most of the conferences I've attended so far have been in Europe. The difference between the European brand's perspective and the American brand's perspective and the audience here has been quite interesting. And, and there are a bunch of things I'm seeing happen today. I think one of the things that I clearly saw was there's a lot of focus on downstream in the US, whereas the conversation in Europe are mostly upstream in terms of how can we decarbonize our supply chain in general? How can we think about the regulation that are happening over there? Today, in this conference, the discussion has mostly been on circularity downstream. How can we create more circular business models downstream? How can we take back and reuse some of the products that are out there? And that's been really fascinating to hear as well. I think it's really interesting to think about that angle. That's a different angle to take on things. The other topic that hasn't come up enough today, but again, it comes up a lot more in Europe, is around just transition. And it's natural to hear that in Europe because they're thinking upstream and that's where most of the labor and the workforce gets plugged into the industry. Yeah. So there's a lot of conversation around just transition and that is always on everybody's mind. Over here, that wasn't a topic of concern. Mm. I wouldn't say concern, but that wasn't a topic that was discussed a lot as well. So really interesting contrast between the two sides. But the good part is that everybody's talking about this topic and everybody's concerned about it. I mean, we're all going in the right direction. It's just that we're having different conversations on the same topic, right? I mean, as we all know, the U.S. doesn't have the same regulatory drivers, culturally different, so on. From a Pakistan point of view, you're doing some really interesting work. Your organization sort of sounds like it looks after what biodiversity and wildlife. Yeah. That's what I assume from looking at it. But of course, whilst that is incredibly important, you're doing something else. Yeah. So exactly what are you doing in brief? One liner about what we are trying to focus on. We're trying to solve those climate change problems in Pakistan that nobody else is daring to solve. In a nutshell, that is our mantra, that is our purpose, and that is our mission. How it links to the discussion we had today is, uh, is twofold. One, we are convening a national net zero coalition in Pakistan in which we're getting the leading private sector companies to make net zero commitments as step one and then help them decarbonize. Most of our members today in that coalition are textile manufacturers in Pakistan. So essentially, currently we represent around 26 of the textile companies in Pakistan. They would represent somewhere around 50% of the textile exports from the market. Textile sector itself contributes around 50% of exports from Pakistan in general. And 60% of our labor in Pakistan is linked to the sector. So a huge implication for our economy in general. And that's a huge reason. bigger than agriculture. That's amazing. Well, that's bigger than agriculture in isolation. But again, in the 60%, a huge part of the, the agri is also connected to the sector. Cotton, through cotton and everything, right? So there's an overlap as well between the two. And, and our interest primarily in conferences like the Innovation Forum and others <laughs> is driven by the fact that we want to bring the Pakistan perspective and narrative to the table mm -hmm. and engage the audience in that perspective, essentially. So that has been the goal to attend this conference and engage the audience and get them more involved. Because Pakistan in isolation cannot yeah. solve this problem themselves. So what I like about your initiative is that it's very bottom up. As someone said today in the sessions, you're not sat there waiting to be told what to do. Yes. And then have 17 different standards enforced upon you, all of which you have to pay for the audits again. Yes. You're actually creating this organically and then you're going to market with a positive 
lower carbon proposition. That doesn't sound like a very easy thing to do. So what are the problems with doing that and how have you overcome them so far? And what are the barriers to getting that right? Yeah, no, it's not easy at all. First of all, the step one was we, we reframed the problem in our own minds and within Pakistan as well. So the typical conversation that happens in general in the whole climate change arena is that, oh gosh, our emissions are so high and we need to bring them down, otherwise the world will be destroyed. I mean, I'm not going to get into that debate in terms of whether climate skeptics are right or what, what the narrative is. The way we frame the problem in Pakistan is that, listen, in our country, we are facing the burnt of climate change through the floods that happened last year, yeah, the heat waves that are going to cut through this year, all of that. On the front lines. On the front lines of it. The second thing is our economy is so reliant on textile that we need to grow our economy and protect our jobs in this whole space that is happening. So essentially, when you frame the problem in that way, it makes all the more sense to make greener products and more sustainable material out there, right? There's an economic case for us as well. The challenges we face on that is that in Pakistan, when a brand comes in and they want more greener products, there's certain things that the manufacturers can do, but there's tons of things that are much more complex in the market. For example, the energy system in Pakistan. That's the issue that not just Pakistan faces, Bangladesh, India, Indonesia, all Coal. these countries face it. Coal, the use of fossil fuels, the grid not being too clean, how do you clean the grid? How do you implement those policies? Big challenges. And nobody knows the answers to these questions, essentially. Mm. But what we're doing is right now, we're trying to convene all of the suppliers together on one platform. And just to give you a one interesting example that really gets everybody excited, is that one of the things we do is all of our 26 member companies who are ruthless competitors. And they're big. give us an example of how big these companies are. Yeah, so I'm talking about the biggest company in their exports around half a billion dollars worth of textile products to the world. Combined, these companies contribute at least 50% of the denim products being used globally. Okay, so that's so scale. That's, that's scale. a lot of scale, right? And a lot of impa impact they have in the market. In home textile, Pakistan textile sector is among the top five exporters in the world. And most of our companies are in home textile as well. So major players. So major players. You were saying before I interrupt. But these players, these companies who are all sitting in Pakistan, traditionally, don't talk to each other that much. Okay. Because they're compared to the market, they're selling to the same brands and they want to get a big market share. One thing that we did as a starting point was we started to get them together every couple of months in one of their facilities and get their folks to talk to each other around sustainability and decarbonization mm -hmm. so that we can exchange knowledge and identify those problems that everybody's facing. Was this not being done through any other platform? This wasn't done through any other platform. And a couple of reasons why. Not because people didn't think about it, or didn't have the capabilities. But because if you bring a platform together, we're just talking about trade around textile in general, the agenda is so big and wide, that it's really difficult to have a coherent conversation. Because you've got so many parts of the value so chain. So many parts of the value yeah, chain, yeah. so many parts of the discussion. Our agenda is solely focused on decarbonization. We want to help companies reduce their emission. Mm. So that helps narrow down the agenda very clearly. And that agenda is very pre-comparative. Everybody wants to decarbonize. And if in Pakistan, the textile sector doesn't decarbonize, and just one company does, the yeah. sector will still lose. But how can you do that if you can't control the grid? I mean, energy efficiency in factories will only get you so far. Yeah, but here's the interesting thing, right? For example, very practically in Pakistan, one workaround that you have is you can buy renewable energy certificates while you're waiting for the grid to be clean. But Rex renewable energy certificates, if you buy them, you can offset some of your emissions today while there's a policy that gets in place and you can use it. The transition. Approach. The transition approach. In Pakistan, there were no renewable energy certificates. Mm -hmm. So what happened is through these discussions, we've engaged the suppliers and coming them together, they identified that as an, as an issue, mm -hmm. that we need renewable energy certificates in Pakistan for us to offset our emissions. We as Pakistan Environment Trust, we ended up approaching the global body that issues that license to different companies in every market. 
and we became an issuer of renewable certificates in Pakistan to help solve this problem for the members. Where are the carbon reductions happening? The carbon reduction is happening through those power plants in Pakistan. Okay. So like the wind power and renewable energy plants that are set up in Pakistan. Okay. But right now they're selling their energy to the grid. So we can issue those certificates against the energy being put in the grid and the manufacturers can buy those certificates to claim those emissions on their books. Okay. So that helps solve that problem or a workaround for that problem. You're it's financing the cleaner energy transition. Financing the clean energy transition, right, through right. these certificates. Okay. That solution did not exist in the market because nobody okay. was working on it. Okay. Us being a non-profit without owning a factory, don't have an agenda, yeah. we could easily play in that pre-competitive space. Only someone in and from Pakistan could probably do something like exactly. that. Exactly. Only someone in Pakistan can do that. Okay. And I think that the reason why that is also exciting for brands is yeah. because if I now we've formed a partnership with Inditex and Bestseller. When I went and met Inditex globally in Spain, the discussion we had with them was that they spoke to us as a pair-to-pair. -pair, mm. And the challenge for them, and I'm just giving them as an example, there are many other brands that face a similar problem is that when they look at their supply chain, they're looking at 500 companies in Bangladesh, 300 companies in Vietnam, 200 companies in India, 100 companies in Pakistan, I'm just making numbers up. It's very difficult for them to have so many conversations in different contexts. Mm -hmm. Suddenly they had one market and one yeah. entity that they can speak to and engage with on that whole market, right? That was exciting for them. Mm -hmm. And that brings me back to your point that you made earlier, which is yeah. suppliers came together and found a solution through which brands can engage with them. And that's exactly what I believe other markets need to do as well. So where's next for you guys? You've clearly made good progress in the last two or three years. What happens now? Our goal is in the next three to five years, we want to decarbonize Pakistan textile sector by at least 50%. And we want to mobilize a billion dollars in supply chain decarbonization. To do that, what we're doing is, on one side, we're trying to expand our footprint in terms of the number of companies that we represent. And we're trying to bring more and more textile manufacturers into our ecosystem so we can help them measure their emissions and set their science-based targets, mm -hmm. the goal for them. And the second thing we're doing is we're identifying those sector-level projects that we can launch to help companies decarbonize. So for example, right now we're in process to launch a national biomass supply chain in Pakistan. Once that supply chain gets up and running, we'll help raise finance for that as well. The supply chain and the biomass can become an alternate to coal being used in these manufacturing facilities. That will help reduce emissions. Beyond that, we're looking at policy-level initiatives that we can drive within the country as well by engaging the policy discussions that are happening in Europe and the U.S. and trying to bring some of that topic to the local government and try to get those through so that we can sort of influence policy and all of that. With the combination of these and engaging brands, we want to mobilize finance toward these projects and activities to get to our overall goal, right? Well, lots to do. Hala, thank you for your time. Uh, Innovation Forum would love to support you in the journey ahead and look forward to hearing more about this at the conference tomorrow. Thanks so much, Toby, and it's great to be here and talking to you right now. Finally, where do people go to find out more about Pakistan Environment Trust? Look us up on our LinkedIn, Pakistan Environment Trust LinkedIn page, where we post all of our regular updates. Okay. And you can look our website up as well, www.pakenvironment.org. Great. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Thanks a lot.